views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of the sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on, everyone? Edwin Pagan here. Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package, man. I am your host, Edwin Pagan. If you're new to the channel, there's a weekly podcast I do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday where I take three articles from the internet, usually technology-related, uh, that I find interesting, fascinating, corona-related, etc. I give you my analysis on them. I break them down. I give you my insights, and then I send you on your way more educated and more informed about the interwebs, the world, and everything related to technology. With that being said, man, I hope everyone's having a great uh, Monday morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you're watching this. Uh, I know everyone's in quarantine. I know this podcast was designed to be enjoyed at work while you're using the bathroom or when you're uh, <laughs> when you're driving to work. But since everyone's remote now, apparently there's no that 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 demographic is over. But with that being said, man, I hope everyone's doing good, man. I've been uh, I had a great weekend. Uh, I, I spent it in the quarantine uh, because I am quarantined. And uh, no, it was a good weekend, man. I, I did a lot of streaming. Uh, I got to work a little bit on technology, um, more on just kind of like fine tuning the stuff uh in the in, in the studio um it's crazy because I have like I have one of the MacBook Pros, and I, I tell you what, bro, I'm never, I am never, never buying Mac laptops ever again, bro. It, it is one of those things where when people, uh, when people ask me to uh, um, suggest computers, I'm like, yeah, I go with Dell, man. You know, like it's it's like Macs are so prone to overheating, and as much as I love the hardware, like so for me in my previous job, I used Mac, and I, I was a huge proponent of Mac. And the only reason I was a proponent of Mac is because at my last job, I was spoiled when it came to technology because I was the IT guy. And so I literally, like, if anything was wrong with my computer, boom, get a new one. And so I had the ability to have, like, disposable Macs where I could just literally, if anything went wrong with my Mac, I would just order a new one from the um, from our, our inventory and swap it out. And I would just keep rotating Macs. And so to me, it wasn't that much of an issue because I kept, a, uh, I was able to replace the Mac. But now that I have, like, my own and I have to serve service it and deal with the issues it's like it's a pain in the ass like right now I have like a huge I have my Mac opened up and I have a fan pointing into it uh, to get as much air in there as possible because like the thermals uh, of the computer itself the computer is like overheating it, it can't like uh it's definitely like not cooling down and so um it's a drag too because there's like there's times where i'm trying to render video and it takes like three hours to render like a 40 minute video on the mac and then like the processor it's like 200 degrees in there man so it's crazy i gotta deal with those technology issues but listen as an it guy you're gonna have the technology issues right but um with mac in particular it's just like i'm so over it i'm like this tempted to just like like and this is nothing to say against like the the the, the ipad pro because i'm down to get the iPad Pro, but with these new laptops that Apple makes that they're just dedicated to make them as small as possible, it's just like it's just too much crap in there that I can't personally fix. That it's like, bro, if you if you're gonna pay twelve hundred, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars for a computer, you want to be able to fix it or replace some of the components or upgrade it. But with Mac, you really do like sign the contract and put a ring on it as far as like upgrades go and so it's an issue that i'm dealing with but like you know like i said uh, i'm i'm doing everything possible to like suck as much juice out of this computer before i toss it to the curve because um when the board does fail on it or when it does fail i'm definitely not going to be replacing it i think i'm going to end up building my own uh desktop um system like a like just a high performance desktop for streaming and stuff like that because i'm just so over like the mac like the, the whole mac setup because there's a lot of computers out there that like from dell particularly 
really that like you can fix that like are upgradable that have great warranty etc that like i just i don't want to deal with the mac right because like it's definitely possible to have the mac and not have issues or if you do have issues like get the warranty but it's like imagine right now like we're what we're dealing with with quarantine and you can't fix your computer you can't take it to the genius bar it's five six seven days without your computer it's 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 a mess bro so um I'm done with Mac. That little vent of mine was <laughs> I'm done with Mac. Um, but with that being said, man, um, I did some streaming online as well. I did some game streaming uh, over the weekend, which was dope, man, because I did a little bit of both. Like I did some like RPG, like first person shooter, um, which is great, but it's hard to talk to people, in my opinion, like look at the chat and play the game, uh, try and do that. So I did some like eight ball pool uh, last night where I was playing some like uh, like pool. It's like a game on, 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 on Apple App Store and on Android. It's a really addicting pool game builders. And uh, yeah, man, that, that was fun to stream. I think I'm going to do that more often just because it gives me the ability to kind of like stream and talk to people and it's not as like fast paced. Um, but like uh, it, it's crazy because I've been having like technical issues with that as well. And so kind of like fine tuning that because like I want to give like the best possible quality stream uh, on Facebook and whatever. Whenever I stream, I want it to be the best possible stream or quality that I can provide because I feel like I don't have an excuse not to provide like a high quality stream because of the tools that I have and so uh, trying to do that and deal with like Facebook's you know uh, technology and stuff like that it could be tricky sometimes but I think like I think I got it down to a science but um, I've been doing that and also been just like live webcam streaming on YouTube where people can just talk to me and I guess like I said man it's it's a weird time in technology um, but to me it's just like uh, one of the things someone told me is like I need to work on my engagement uh, on social media <laughs> and so I'm taking it very seriously so I'm trying to engage more on social media and it's not only social media but on youtube and stuff like that so uh it's very very interesting times to do that but man with that being said bro let's go ahead and jump right into the stories enough about myself let's go ahead and jump into the stories man of course all the stories uh we talk about today will be listed in the description below if you're watching on youtube and if you're listening on the audio podcast it will be in the bio section of the podcast man so with that being said we got some interesting articles today and we'll go ahead and jump right into it from the fine folks i never use cnn but god dang it this is the only article i could find so uh this is from five folks at cnn so the U.S. Army banned soldiers from using TikTok over security concerns. Man, now this has been all over the news, um, particularly with uh, with like government and, and, and legislators about the application TikTok. TikTok. Now, if you got kids, you know what TikTok is, right? It's that little dancing application. Now, um, I think I had done a previous story about this, but the, what the issue is going on is that um, the U.S. has concerns about TikTok because it is a Chinese-owned application, and what they're saying is that TikTok itself, the application. Is is accessing a lot of information about your phone. Um, and what concerns the U.S. is that it's a Chinese-owned company and the fact that there's a lot of industrial spying that goes on uh, from China. And so what they're saying is that Chinese... Uh, uh, um, not Chinese, but uh, uh, the government from China is able to view people's data on phones, right? From from web history to uh, who you're calling, view text messages, view messages, etc. They're able to do that through the TikTok application. Now, I would like to see how realistic that actually is. Um, some type of proof of concept that the application is capable of gathering that type of information. Because in my opinion, Apple does a very good job of restricting developers to certain acts, uh, certain parts of your device, right? So you can easily easily enable, uh, uh, disable the microphone from being accessed by an application. So that's something that TikTok is able to do. So 
um, what the U.S. Army and what the government is kind of pushing for is saying that like the TikTok application cannot be uh, installed on uh, government-based phones. Now, in my opinion, right, and this is just kind of my opinion on the situation, uh, it's a work phone. So why the hell is TikTok installed on the application, right? Um, you know, like uh, I feel like legis- not, this doesn't require legislation in order to say, hey, you shouldn't have TikTok on your phone. It's one of those things that like by default, if it's your work phone, there's no reason why you should have Snapchat on there or Facebook or Instagram and things like that, especially if you're talking about DOD, uh, uh, like if you have DOD files on that device or it's a device that accesses a, a corporate network, um, you don't want people accidentally uploading their files to the cloud because they installed some application. So I think it's on the government's end uh, to make sure that there's other restrictions on their phones that prevent users far off from just installing TikTok. But uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the government is also warning parents to say, hey, your kids uh, are at risk as well because you know they're using these applications and the Chinese government can access them and that uh, on that side of things I don't look at it as a um as a legitimate threat you know I I think there's there's a lot to be said if you spend a lot of take time on t- uh, time on TikTok there's nothing on that like on that platform that kids are putting out that the U.S. or the Chinese government can use to like interfere with national security i guess is what i'm trying to say and so i feel like a huge part of of, of legislators are, are 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 trying to blow this thing way out of proportion and make it seem like a bigger deal than it really is um at the end of the day there's millions of applications on the app store that are also chinese-based applications from and in, in, in china chinese companies based um and so for us to have these type of concerns at this level it's like well yeah you know it's it's an application right versus like what we saw with huawei phones where like there was you know built and spyware and stuff like that and so um again like when they say it's a national security concern it's one of those things where i was like how is that a national security concern in in what respect um if it's on a consumer a civilian phone versus government i can understand the, the government side of it but uh to say that this application needs to be banned altogether good luck because if you if you take down tiktok if you ban tiktok a thousand other applications very similar to tiktok will pop up and so um that's kind of my take on that. Um, like I said, I, I find it amusing that they're saying you are not allowed to have TikTok on your government phone. I'm like, yeah, that was. I, I thought that was kind of like you know common sense that you're not supposed to have it. But uh, with that being said, uh, next article is coming from the fine folks at uh, uh, this was actually MSN.com. Whoa, what's going on here? Um, oh, this article. Let me reload it because the article looked a lot better. But this is coming from the fine folks at uh, uh, MSN.com, and I think I enabled re- uh, reader view. But this is a uh, this is a. Uh, I'm sorry, the Washington Post. Uh, but it's sorted by uh by on the by msn.com so thousands of uh, thousands of zoom video calls left exposed on, on the open web so of course if you're not familiar with what zoom is zoom is a, a, a now a popular video conferencing software um, that's being used by a lot of people for uh, for obviously for the quarantine um, but it's used to have group chats right so to have to have high quality group video it's very similar to things like uh, Microsoft Skype but it's a lot easier to use it's more consumer friendly and and now more than ever, it's being used by schools to hold online classes, to hold meetings, uh, or for families uh, to kind of have uh, uh, group video chats with each other, you know? Because, um, you know, of course, when you have, like, you have things like Apple FaceTime, but you got to have an Apple phone to do it. Uh, you have things like Skype, but, you know, uh, apparently Zoom is the one that's kind of taken off the most. And so... 
Uh, what's what's interesting about this article? What's going on is that a lot of people are adapting to Zoom, and Zoom is facing a lot of scrutiny right now because everyone is using the application, and a lot of people don't actually know how to use the application. And so, what the article talks about is that a lot of people are recording video calls, uh, whether they realize it or not. They're recording the video call and then uploading it to a website without realizing it. And then there's thousands and thousands of videos online right now that you can search for that are Zoom conference calls that people did not. Not realize they were being recorded and people didn't realize that they were uploaded and so in the article they kind of talk about things such as uh, doctor's visits uh, one was like a therapy session one was like a um, like a kindergarten, uh, kindergarten class that was having a remote class uh, the whole entire session was recorded and uploaded to the internet so um, Zoom is facing, uh, the Zoom application is facing a lot, a lot of scrutiny right now because of things like encryption, because of security concerns. Now, the one issue I have with all of this and what kind of one of my concerns is, is that like, I, 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 I always question how much slack we should be giving a company um, versus the reality of that slack, right? And what I mean by that is that like, it's very easy for competitors, um, you know, such as uh, Skype to say, hey, uh, that application is crap or there's a security vulnerability to scare people from using the application to then drive them to their application because you know you would think that Skype would be the clear choice right you would think that other applications like Facebook Messenger would be the clear choice for video conferencing but Zoom seems to be the one that people are adapting to and so uh, it's not that far-fetched to see competitors in my opinion competitors try to diminish the product in order to come in and with their product right but with that being said there's also uh, an aspect of this that I feel that like the accountability needs to be put on the users of the application and making sure that they understand how to use the application because one of the things uh, on Zoom from what I'm seeing is that by default it does not record the conference call and so if people are enabling this feature and they don't realize what they're doing that's an issue especially if they're enabling it and uploading it that's an issue um, at my previous company we had Skype for business and there was the ability to record calls but that feature was disabled and you had to to get special permission to have that feature enabled and one of the things you have to do is make sure that everyone on that call knew that that call was being recorded and if you don't let people know now you're running into uh, legal issues and so um, and legal and liability issues and so I think at a certain point, the responsibility needs to be put on the consumers to say, hey, do you know how to use this application? Did you watch the tutorial? Do you know what features are enabled, et cetera, et cetera? Because um, Zoom right now, on top of these issues, you're having a, 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 you're seeing a huge spike in uh, um, what you call like Zoom bombing, which is basically you connect to a random Zoom call that you weren't invited to and you start trolling, right? And a lot of that has to do with the fact that the meeting organizers, the one who set up the meeting, they didn't set privacy settings, they didn't set a password they made the meeting public I mean the list goes on and on of the things that they could have done that they didn't do that led to the system being compromised and those issues so um, again I think that a huge part of this just has to do with the fact that there's a learning curve, you know, that, you know, people are just adapting the software. This is the first time using it. And so I think the more awareness we spread about that, then the more uh, less likely this is to happen. Not to say that Zoom can't be doing a better job of educating users of really showcasing, hey, this is what's happening. Maybe like having a summary after you do the Zoom call 
to kind of highlight, you know, what's going to happen after this call is over. But um, again, uh, a lot of this, I feel, is being blown way out of proportion for reasons that, like, I feel are companies' attempts to diminish Zoom in order to make room for their products, right? So because the uh, the fact that I, I, I type in Zoom on Google or et cetera, and I find all these negative articles kind of speaks to the fact that I feel like a lot of companies are pushing to get other people on their software. Um, because now more than ever, there's a huge need for video conferencing software and so the fact that like it, the, the 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 irony and the idea that like hey let's get zoom out of the way so we can make room for you know uh, google duo facebook messenger cisco technology um you know a uh, skype for business microsoft teams uh i mean the, the list goes on and on of the uh, amount of like uh video conferencing software that's out there webex uh go to meeting uh blue jeans i mean t- jesus i can name a couple here um but um with that being said that's uh that's kind of my take on that whole situation so uh last Last but not uh, least is coming from the fine folks at TheVerge.com, which is uh, British 5G's towers are being set on fire because coronavirus theories. Man, now, I got to tell you, bro, this has been the most ridiculous, uh, 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 the the irony in hearing my friends talk about how, like, they think 5G and coronavirus are somehow related is is interesting to say at least. And, and a lot of people believe that, like, 5G is going to be the end of us, that it's going to cook us alive. And so... Um, you know, with that, with all that being said, so the article kind of talks about a gentleman who uh, apparently uh, has been setting 5G towers on fire, right? Uh, This is uh, one of the towers right here. Um, Let me see if they can, uh, uh, is this a video? No, that's kind of the tower being set on fire. Um, And let's see what this looks like. Let me see real quick. Um, Where is the tower at? So I kind of want to just showcase um, what's going on here. What the... (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, that's not what I want to see. So if you're not familiar with what 5G is, and, and I'll kind of give you like the bro science of, of 5G, uh, and I think I'm going to do a separate video kind of really detailing this, but if you're not familiar with 5G, 5G obviously is um, similar to what we call 4G, um, which in, in, in a nutshell, it's faster internet on a mobile device. Um, when we start talking about 5G, right, um, 5G gives us the ability to have extremely fast internet responsive internet uh, on a mobile device anywhere and everywhere right so imagine the fact that like if you didn't have to plug in your xbox live into your uh to your cable modem right because it had a built-in 5g modem and that same speed you would get from your cable modem you're getting on your mobile device and you can get that anywhere where 5g is available so imagine if you're able to take high-speed internet, extremely high-speed internet, and integrate it into anywhere in any application, right? So we're talking about, you know, uh, traffic cameras. We're talking about traffic sensors. We're talking about weather sensors that have 5G antennas that can give high-quality data and information back to our servers or whatever using 5G. Um, now, the biggest difference between 5G and 4G technology is that 5G requires uh, more antennas in order to be more accessible versus one giant antenna that everyone connects to. So with 5G, you have these little microcells that are everywhere. So you have extensive microcells that are being installed in order to spread coverage of the 5G technology, right? And so with that being said, that's where the concern is coming from people because they're, they're concerned that, okay, wait a minute, they're using used to seeing one giant antenna now you're seeing a whole wide spread of 5g uh, 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 5g antennas in order to per, uh, provide 5g coverage and so what people's fear is that like you have this radios that are everywhere that are constantly broadcasting what are the health effects of that and so 
that being said, people think that somehow that technology has something to do with this bacterial disease or virus called coronavirus or COVID-19. And so people are so freaking far, like, like losing it right now that they believe that 5G designed coronavirus. It's like, you think if anything, corona would, uh, or 5G would like burn or microwave the, the virus, right? Kind of like how chemotherapy uh, radiates the, 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 the cancer away from your body. You think the 5G technology would do that, but there is dozens of dozens of videos on the internet right now kind of showcasing that, hey, is 5G killing people? I've seen a video where, um, let me see if I could find it on this article, where a gentleman was like, check out this tree. Uh, this tree has a 5G antenna near it, and uh, because of that, the, the leaves are falling away and stuff like that. Uh, and so the list goes on and on. And so for me, the thing is, is that like misinformation is a big problem, right? Uh, especially in today's era. And so to me, you're going to continue to see a lot of theories about about 5G and then when 5G finally gets implemented you're gonna realize that like hey this is kind of cool were we just kind of like worried about nothing to begin with you know what I mean um, but uh, this is kind of like the the nutshell of what 5G is and the concerns that people have um, definitely look online and there's definitely more research about 5G the one thing I'm gonna say because I like to play a devil's advocate in everything um, it's new technology. So we actually don't know if there is health effects with 5G technology. But to completely dismiss it before it's even been implemented, because it hasn't been implemented in Orlando yet, it hasn't been implemented in Florida yet, it hasn't been implemented in a lot of places, to completely dismiss it right now, uh, it would be silly, right? Because I, I saw an, a petition for in Florida where people are trying to ban uh, 5G technology from coming out. I'm like, bro, it hasn't even been released yet. How are you going to ban something that hasn't been released yet? Um, because the benefits, in my opinion, of 5G technology are going to be amazing you know what i mean the fact again the fact that you can put a high speed internet anywhere uh, where 5g is available that means that you can put it in places where you don't need to go in there and dig a hole and bring in a fiber connection and a cable connection and a cable box and set up all this infrastructure to have an internet you could just have a 5g cell there uh, and boom you're good to go you got high speed internet and so the use case for it is crazy you know the ability for cars to have high speed internet on them i mean truly high speed internet means that more autonomous driving more responsive uh of cars that are communicating with i mean the list goes on and on for you use cases um and people are choosing to focus on this conspiracy theory that 5g is gonna kill us all but uh that being said man this has been uh the articles for today um this kind of sums up everything we're going to talk about man I, like i said man all the articles discussed below are in the description and if you're listening on itunes spotify etc it is in the in the bio but with that being said guys this has been the word on the road podcast we do this every monday wednesday and friday man so until next time uh my name is adam pagan make sure to subscribe to the channel like etc and until next time take care everyone peace guys what are you doing watching my dad's channel <laughs> you're watching your dad's youtube channel